Have you ever listened to something so obscure? Spotify was just like, damn, son, where'd you find this? Hey fam, welcome to a new episode of Stay Watching. As always, I'm your host, Larry. This week on the podcast, I want to talk about Spotify Wrapped because it's that time of the year. And, and technically speaking, I'm, I'm not just talking about Spotify Wrapped today. I'll be talking a little bit about my music habits and I don't want to necessarily call it an issue that I have with Spotify wrapped, but something that I've noticed about Spotify wrapped. Uh, so hang on. I'll be right back to get right into it. So right around Christmas time or towards the end of the year, just about every year, Spotify drops your wrapped. And basically what that is for those of you who don't use Spotify, which, uh, you know, I, I, I must be a few of you out there still using Apple Music. I, I'm sure I guess some people are using Tidal or if you're like me, uh, you are a cave person and you still have a ton of CDs and you are staring at your record collection right now. And that is telling you why your Spotify rap is so baffling right now. Uh, but basically, towards the end of the year, Spotify Wrapped comes out and it tells you how much time you spent listening to Spotify. It tells you who your favorite artists were. It tells you what the songs you listened to the most were and, you know, podcasts that you were you were listening to the most if you're listening to podcasts on Spotify. And for me, Spotify Wrapped has always been this this a, a little bit of a weird thing because I've not been the best at using Spotify. And what I mean to say is, you know, so I already made the joke about being a cave person, but all right, for my podcasts, I don't necessarily listen to them on Spotify. I am still using Apple Podcasts. And so none of my podcast listening data is is going up and ending up in the wrapped. Um, you know, I, I listen to a lot of physical media, records, CDs, things like that. And, you know, every now and then, like I might pop on YouTube and listen to music there. And so when I look at my Spotify wrapped and I'm not going to tell you how many minutes I listen to, but it is so pitiful, especially compared to most people's that I've seen that it, it really made me question do I like music? And it was a really weird place to kind of start from in, in thinking about this because no, I, I, I love music. I, I love live shows. If there weren't a pandemic right now, I'd probably be at one or, or planning to go to one soon. Um, you know, I have a fairly decent record collection, which I'm always trying to add music to. I, I will go, you know, bin diving at the local store and pick out old CDs and listen to those. So it's not that I don't like music. It's that I don't use the app that I'm being told I need to listen to music through. And 
I think there's a really interesting phenomenon that is linked between Spotify wrapped and social media because, you know, realistically, who really cares at the end of the year what music they've listened to? And and, and I say that and, 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 and it might seem weird to kind of say that because, you know, as a data person, like I am really interested in, in how much time I spent engaging with specific media. Like when it comes to video games, I want, always want to know how many hours did I spend playing this game? What was my total play time for this? I think that kind of stuff is really interesting, but I also don't think I am the average person when it comes to that. Other people are, are really focused on the experience that they're having right then. So Spotify wrapped is, is this really interesting thing because it, it's not so much personal. Like it's, it's not really about you. It's about showing what you listen to, to other people to start a conversation on social media and get people who aren't using Spotify to try to use Spotify. That might sound a little bit like a conspiracy theory, but like, what else could it be really? You know, it's, it's, it's why else would we really be presenting this information to people? Like I, I found myself wondering where did Spotify wrapped come from? Why did it start? And so I'm looking this up and I'm reading about it and I found this great Forbes article where they're talking to Spotify about it. And you know, there are a couple of words that stood out to me like uh, FOMO, fear of missing out. I, I don't know the last time that you heard FOMO. Um, I thought we left it in a bygone era. And, and sure enough, the article that I was reading was from a while ago. So it, it made a little bit more sense because no one talks like that these days. But what it was is you're trying to get people to, yes, yes, you're trying to get people to experience other music that maybe some of their friends might listen to. That's that's cool. You're also trying to get people who aren't using your platform to come over to use their platform because, all right, I feel left out because I'm not able to engage with this. And that's what happened for me. Like when I first came back to Spotify, I'll be honest, I was tricked a little bit because I had been using Apple Music. And yeah, I, I have to say this, like, and, and people may feel that I'm wrong for saying this, but I personally feel that Apple Music does a better job of curating playlists. Don't 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 attack me. Don't attack me. That's just that's just how I feel personally. I maybe some other music people feel that way too. Uh, but one of the things that 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 really kind of drew me to Spotify was that data effect. Like I felt like I was missing out not because of the content that was available on the platform, but as a data nerd. I wanted to be able to see what I was listening to, who I was listening to, how often I was listening to them and when, you know, you know, when those listens occurred. And that kind of fell away because, you know, I'm going to be real. My music listening habits had shifted a lot. I don't listen to as much music when I'm driving or when I'm commuting, something that I had done for the longest time well before then, you know, the last few years as I've cut cable. I found myself listening to a lot more podcasts because I'm going for news content or I'm going for interesting conversations, things like that. Things that I used to watch on TV, I am now trying to get through audio. I am trying to get through podcasts. And so 
once I started to do that, that time, you know, mainly my car time, which would be dedicated to listening to music that got pushed out. And so whether it's Apple Music or whether it's Spotify, I don't spend nearly as much time listening to music in my vehicle as I used to. Now, I know for other people, you, you might hear me say that and you're like, well, what about the rest of the time? What are you doing? You know, don't you work to music? I try. I try. I am. I am a really peculiar person. I think what's what's interesting about this is you, you probably came to this episode and you're like, oh, he's going to talk about Spotify and, and something interesting about Spotify. But no, he is literally just talking about his audio listening habits. And uh, sorry, I, I I like to take some time and reflect on myself in, in these podcast episodes sometimes and think about why I do things the way that I do them. So I really love music. I, I want to come back to that. I, I really love music, but it is difficult for me to have music on when I am trying to focus on work because I get distracted. I get really drawn into music, especially music with lyrics. So, you know, on on my Spotify wrapped, my top genre is rap and, and sure stuff comes after that, like soundtrack and anime is on there. Uh, pop, you know, I love lyricism. And there's something that's really interesting about listening to rap music while you're trying to write. You can't do it, or at least I struggle with it. Um, there's there's nothing worse than when you're trying to develop copy and the words that someone else is saying keep coming out through your fingers as you're trying to type. And so I'll be real. I tried to go for music without lyrics. And so I have a lot of jazz and, and classical music that I'll try to put on while I'm working or, or soundtracks uh, like soundtracks are a great thing to work to work to. And actually, if you look at my Spotify raps, you know, my top artists uh, are Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. And I was trying to figure out, like, when was I listening to Trent Reznor? I, I mean, I love Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. I think they do really phenomenal work. But what was that from then realizing that? Oh, yeah, I spent an awful lot of time listening to the Watchmen soundtrack at the beginning of this year. That was my work music. It was just putting that album on. I'm like, oh, like, why is Alan Silvestri here? Oh, my God. I was listening to like Marvel soundtracks, wasn't I? You know, and then like there's some video game person. It's like the only real art, like the only newer artists on there that wasn't soundtrack related was like Run the Jewels. And it's it's really interesting to me just to think about how so much of of what I do in terms of music has has shifted over the years based on kind of what I'm doing with my life. When I'm listening to music, it's at home, it's via record or CD, it's it's through, you know, the sound system that I have here. And so that music is is never touching Spotify. It's not like I can go back in and say, you know, oh, I, I played this record, you know, I, I played this Mingus record, you know, add that to my Spotify rap. Like we don't really have that. And I, and I think that's something that would be really interesting to kind of see, like one of the things that uh, one of my friends just you know told me that I should join was was letterboxed and it reminds me of last fm you know and if you if you guys remember last fm it, it was basically this 
thing that you would use to sync your kind of music data from like iTunes and things like that. So you could actually like have these complex, this like all this data on what you're listening to and you can kind of have this profile and you could find other people. It was, it was basically like the music social networking site. And you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of weird that in in some ways Spotify is is coming back around to that. Like I I wouldn't say it's nearly on the same level because I I think the data that Spotify provides you is very very low level. Um, you know, and, I, and I'm sure they have the rest of it locked away somewhere, and maybe one of these days they'll make it easier to access. But it's 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 so it's just so interesting and so weird how like cyclical some of these things are. But what I was saying before, like, I, you know, I'll try to listen to non lyrical music when I'm at work. But what happens at work, you know, especially what happens when you manage people or you have like a, a position where a lot of people need to talk to you, they come and talk to you. And what happens when people come talk to you, you can't have the music on you can't focus on the music and talk to somebody you've got to turn the music off what happens when you finish talking to that person and you go back to work well if you're in the correct flow state sometimes you don't ever put the music back on and i found that that's where i kind of am that's where i am with music and that's why my spotify doesn't seem like i use it at all because there's so many times when I will just be listening to music, working, plugging away, plugging away, plugging away. I will get, I don't want to call it interrupted because I'm doing my job. It's not really an interruption, but my attention to the music gets interrupted. My, my connection to the music is severed and it doesn't get reestablished within that workday. Because, you know, then you have meetings or you have to run somewhere or you have to eat lunch or, you know, and you, you don't want to listen to music while you're eating lunch. So you watch a YouTube video or whatever it may be. And so I think that's the other thing that I've realized a lot about my music listening habits. Like if there is too much going on, it's hard for me to focus on the music and I lose it. And I think in some ways, like that's that's a good thing. Like I I. I almost prefer not being able to be kind of a passive music listener. Like I, I know a lot of people who, who need that background music. They need something behind to keep their focus, to keep themselves awake, to keep them, you know, going when they're working on things. And that's just not me because I think one of the things that I realized is I want to spend time with the music that's on. You know, I, I, I don't want it to be a background player. I want to give it the attention it deserves. And, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm recording this at my desk where I have like four different pairs of headphones. There there's speakers all over my apartment. And it's just because I enjoy music so much and I enjoy listening to it so much that I, I want that experience to be right. And I want to in a sense, give it the respect it deserves. And, and not to say that, you know, Spotify disrespects music or that anybody who's using Spotify disrespects music, but I think that might be underneath it all, like the main reason why I, I struggle to put the time in with Spotify. 
And I don't know if I want to change that. Like, yes, I, I would love for my Spotify rap to more accurately reflect what I'm listening to. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like uh, my most of the time, I'm probably listening to Run the Jewels, Queens of the Stone Age. Back in the day, it would have been Kanye. But now it's probably well, actually, let me let me let me rewind for it for a little bit, because one of the things that did annoy me, I think it was probably the first time I ever got my Spotify wrapped. And, and for those of you who know me, I'm sorry if you've heard me complain about this before, but there was one point where my top artist was Drake. Now, I, I, I don't have a problem with Aubrey. I don't have beef with Aubrey, but I don't actively seek out his music and I don't actively listen to him. He is not, you know, he's not my type of hip hop. No, not to say that again, not to say that he doesn't, he's, he's not someone that I would listen to. It's not that I don't enjoy his music. I do. I, I, I think some Drake is acceptable, but I am never seeking him out. And I was trying to figure out why Drake would be my number one artist when most of the time I, I, you know, sure, if a Drake album comes out, I'll listen to it. You know, most most rap artists, if they come out with an album, I'll, I'll take a listen to it front to back. If I really like it, I'll listen to it three times in a row. And the first day that it's out, like, a you know, like RTJ4 or, or Kid Cudi's new album, like I, I will do that. I do not do that with Drake. Usually once is enough for me. Maybe I'll listen to like one song again. But what I found was Spotify was including Drake's features or, or, or features that included Drake. And Drake songs appeared in just about every kind of mainstream hip hop playlist. And so while I wasn't actively seeking out Drake, Drake was being presented to me. Drake was being just thrust into my ears and I didn't even realize it. And so Spotify basically created a story of my music listening habits that told the outside world, hey, you listen to this thing all the time, even if it's not really what you listen to. And I think that's one of the weird things about it. So when I always ask people every time this comes around, like what's something weird that you didn't expect? And, and a lot of times people are very much like, oh, like, well, I, I know I listen to this artist or I love this artist. So it's no surprise that, you know, I'm in the top, you know, 0.02% of listening to them or whatever and like stuff like that it, it makes sense to them but there are other times where people are just like I, I didn't realize that I listened to this artist this much and I'm wondering if a lot of that is because these artists are appearing in playlists that we might be passively listening to and not necessarily actively seeking out and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. You know, obviously we're not skipping those songs, so maybe it's maybe it's good. But if we're not really listening to them, if we're not really seeking them out and they're being presented as our top artists, like is that kind of problematic? Like like not obviously there are things that are that are actually problematic, but is that an issue? You know, should we feel weird about the fact that 
hey, this artist just happens to come on all the time when I'm listening to music. And now suddenly they're my top artist just because they've been in like 10 of the playlists that I listen to. I I, I don't know. I, I kind of have a little bit of a problem with that. Like it, it, it's almost like if if you were if you were unable to choose like your, your favorite athlete or something like that. And it's like, oh, because, you know, because Lakers games are shown on TV more, your favorite team to watch is the Lakers suddenly like and, and who knows, maybe the Lakers are your favorite team to watch because they're generally usually pretty good and pretty entertaining. Uh, but, you know, it, like I think that's I think that's a little bit weird. I think in some ways that takes the power and control out of your hands in terms of shaping what your kind of musical habits are. Um you know, and again, like it's telling a story about you that may not necessarily be true. Yeah. And, and again, like it's it's not really a big deal, but it's something that's that's weird and something that, that just made me think, you know, how can I approach telling my musical story differently or rather, how can I make sure that my Spotify more accurately represents my musical taste. And so a couple of things that came to mind first were, well, I should be building more of my own playlists, like and ensure that I'll artificially boost certain artists because the ones that I love are going to be the ones that rise to the top there. And, and that's fine. That's not really a problem. But the issue that that causes is new artist discovery, because, you know, Spotify wrapped these playlists, etc. They're all designed to help you find new artists. I mean, frankly, they're designed to keep you on Spotify and keep you using the platform and, you know, to encourage the sharing of new tracks that you find to get other people to adopt Spotify as a platform, blah, 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 blah. But if I'm just making my own playlist from music that I know, I'm definitely missing out on new artists that I wouldn't have discovered. That said, you know, what can Spotify do to enhance its kind of music discovery capabilities? So, you know, they have their daily mix and, and their just for you section. And, you know, there's some good from that. But one of the things that I've noticed lately is that I will get a lot of the same songs that I hear, you know, every day. Uh, I've been trying out Spotify's The Get Up, which is basically a morning talk show, news show sort of podcast that has music interludes built into it uh, based on kind of your musical habits. And that would be really cool. The only problem is like it, it basically feels like it's taking your most played. And so it's like, all right, like. Sure, I, I I like this song or, you know, I like this artist, but I don't want to hear the same artist every single day that I listen to this. And so there's a part of me that's like, all right, how do we do a better job of introducing people to new music while still kind of capturing what they're interested in? And it, it, I feel like it all comes down to to the algorithms that they're using, you know, and, and obviously we don't want these platforms to know too much about us. We don't want them to be able to predict everything in our lives about what we'll like and dislike. But 
if their aim is to have me spend more time on the platform and discover new music, they need to do a better job of introducing me to new music. Otherwise, why would I really need their platform? If I already own the music that I like and can listen to it in whatever format that I have it in, like, why even bother with Spotify? Like, I, I, obviously, I, I know that there is that factor of this is it's it's easy. It's convenient. Yes. But like if I already own the music and I already have these ways of listening to it, I don't need Spotify. So I think where I stand is I, I really just want to see them figure out a way to better present new music to me, you know, to aid in that discovery process. And, you know, it, it's weird because like I, I, I think back constantly to what Spotify Wrapped is really supposed to do, like outside of the, you know, the the jaded get more people onto Spotify thing. Outside of that, it's supposed to get more people to listen to new artists. It's supposed to expose you to things that your friends are listening to that maybe you've never heard of. But because of the way that so much of this is designed, the only things that you're seeing on your friend's Spotify wrapped are the same old things that you see time and time again, even if those aren't the artists that you necessarily listen to. So, you know, I know earlier on I told the story about how Drake came to be my my top Spotify artist one year. And I, and I just want to come back to that real quick because it does tie into this. So you know how I got Drake to stop being my top Spotify artist? I muted Drake. I had to actually tell Spotify, do not play this man's music in order for him to not show up as my top artist and for him to not be in literally every hip hop playlist that I was listening to that they had curated. That's the problem. Algorithmically do a better job so that we can get exposed to new music. So our friends can get exposed to new music and, and sure, some people want to listen to the same stuff over and over again. That's always going to happen. But find a way for me to learn about new artists, especially since I can't see openers for shows right now. So in the year 2021, I'm hoping that my Spotify wrapped will be much more interesting, much more diverse because fingers crossed Spotify finds a way to deliver me more new artists that I don't currently listen to. But we'll see if they pull that off. <laughs> So what do you all think? Do you love the way that Spotify presents new artists and music to you? Do you have issues with it? Did you have a weird Spotify rap? Did your Spotify wrapped look exactly how you expected it to because you only listen to Taylor Swift or whoever? I don't even know if Taylor Swift is on Spotify. You know, that's how far out of the loop I am, I guess. 
let me know. Uh, you can talk to me directly at Larry Tron pretty much everywhere on social media, or you can send me an email, Larry at LM2photo.com. If you want to reach out to the show directly, you can go to stay watching pod at gmail.com or at stay watching pod on Twitter. That is it for the main topic, but outside of the main topic, I told you I'd be telling you a little bit about what I'm watching each week and lately what I have been watching. So uh, between the last full episode and now, obviously, I recorded a bonus episode where I talked a little bit about the HBO Max news. Basically, if you missed that one, Warner Media has basically said all of our films for our 2021 slate are going to be day and date released on HBO Max and in theaters at the same time. Obviously, a lot of this was done because there's a pandemic going on and they don't want to push that film slate too far back because if they push it past 2021, it starts impacting their 2022 films and then their 2023 films and so on and so forth. And that messes up their money. Um, since recording that episode a lot of stuff has come to light where you know people like patty jenkins and denny villeneuve and christopher nolan have all come out and kind of poo-pooed this move by warner brothers as well as other directors and everything like that it's a little it felt a little weird because you know some of them are like oh you're killing cinema blah 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 i think the reality is though they didn't receive extra payment for this. I, I don't want to speculate too much, but that's what I'm actually getting out of it. And and sure, the, the you're killing cinema thing makes it seem like they're more like artists with integrity. I don't want to say that they're not artists with integrity because many of them are. But I think a lot of it comes down to money and what people are owed. So, yeah, um, but other than that, on HBO Max, I have found myself uh, embroiled in watching The Flight Attendant. Um, as I've described to some people, for me, it has uh, very big uh, you energy. You know, that show you that I talked about really long time ago on the podcast. Um, I just can't stop watching it. Uh, there are only seven episodes out so far at the time of recording this. The eighth and final episode will be coming out this week. I'm very excited to see the end of it. I enjoy shows that just kind of wrap me up and, you know, I, I feel like I have to keep watching, even if they're not the greatest show ever. I, I do think that I do think that the flight attendant is better than other shows that would kind of fall into this area, this space. Um, but I'm really interested to hear what other people have to say about it. On top of that, uh, last weekend, I watched the newest season of Big Mouth after catching up on the previous season, which I realized I hadn't finished. Big Mouth is a fantastic show. Um, you know, it, it's weird. I was having this conversation with my sister, but I really feel like Big Mouth is a show that I wish existed back when I was in, you know, probably middle school uh, or, or even even high school to really, you know, put some words to a lot of the weird things that that I was feeling, you know, and, and I, I think it does such a good job of, of really looking at that time 
some of the things that they do an amazing job of this season are are looking at things like race and gender and gender identity i think they do one of the best jobs i think it's in the third season they do a very good job of talking about sexuality and sexual preference um something that i i i haven't seen covered well in real life live action shows so i think they do a really good job there and i was really impressed with this last season uh, on top of that like everybody else i've been watching the mandalorian uh obviously disney uh, made a ton of announcements the other day uh again at the time of recording this uh basically a few days ago disney made a whole bunch of announcements i will probably come back to those in a bonus episode um i think i'm going to talk about the future of star wars after the season finale of the mandalorian airs because i think they're trying to go in some interesting directions i don't fully know where they are yet uh, but i'm very interested to see where they go so that will definitely be coming up in a bonus episode soon i know you missed me talking about star wars so i will be coming back to the well get ready for that and so that brings us to the end of another episode like i said before as always if you want to reach out to me directly reach out to at Larry Tron pretty much everywhere on social media or email Larry at 112photo.com. Reach out to the show at staywatchingpod at gmail or at staywatchingpod on Twitter. And as always, stay watching fam. Peace.